the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 560, The Answer. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in hot. Welcome back to this week's edition of Black and White Radio on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio. I'm, 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 I'm a little perturbed right now. I'm a little perturbed right now. Yeah, I use that word. Don't look at me. Uh-oh. I see you. I'm a little perturbed, and I, I'll introduce who's in the studio today in just a minute. But uh, Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, or as she's affectionately known as AOC, called on... Justice Clarence Thomas to resign or face impeachment for what she depicted as a pattern of ethical breaches based on an article from the hill.com is what she said. Clarence Hill, Clarence Thomas <laughs> should resign. If not his failure to disclose income from right wing organizations recuse himself from matters involving his wife and his vote to block the January 6th commission from key information must be investigated and could serve as grounds for impeachment. Really? Really? Really, AOC? It's just funny how we don't even talk some of the times throughout the week and we just on the same page as soon as I come into the studio. You knew exactly. You you knew I was going to hit this. (laughs) I I just felt it. Dude, I was faced with madness this morning. I was into it with my friend, but he's he's a leftist, half leftist, Ricky Hendon. Hollywood, Hollywood Hendon. He's back on the air. Oh, nice. Yeah, back on the air first day. Yeah. And he's talking about how Clarence Thomas, his wife, and Donald Trump was part of the insurrection to overthrow an election. And it's eight hours of a phone call tape missing. Yeah. That, that, that's oh, which, being blocked. Which, which is a nothing burger. Yeah, which we is a nothing back, burger. That, um, no, that was not true. None of those hours were missing. Well, they're, they're nothing still saying mi- it. No, nothing was missing. Nothing was missing from that, Verlon. They're saying that is missing. <laughs> Tristan Justice from the Federalist, like right here. April mm-hmm. Fool's Gap in Trump's January 6th phone records was a big media fabricate, fabricated nothing burger. But they're still perpetrating the lie. Of they're course, still perpetuating the lie. They still believe that Trump and Trump colluded with Russia. Oh, oh, God! That was the other half of the argument. Yeah. he's saying that he's Putin's boy. Yeah, he's he's. But, he's, but, but wait, I don't want to leave this Clarence Thomas right now. Okay, okay, okay. Get off my boy. Yeah, get off my boy. Clarence Thomas is one of the. He will go down as one of the best Supreme Court justices we've ever had, and without actually saying a word. 
during well, deliberations. We believe that, but it's up to the history writers. You know me. The history writers. I don't care what others think. That's my opinion. Uh, that's true, but I'm saying, but the history <laughs> books, what will, what will the history books show? Well, it will show that he was one of the best jurists. He was one of the best um, uh, when it came to being on, sitting on the, the United States SCOTUS. He was one of the best. I hope so. When you look at, when you look at, I mean, he, you know, I, I know what they're saying, Vilan. And that voice is Vilan Galloway, you know, the troublemaker. Uh, we're also excited to have my good friend Todd Swish in the building <laughs> from Game Changers Corporation. How you doing, buddy? Oh, man, I'm blessed. Yeah? I'm just out here working like a Hebrew slave. <laughs> I know you are. Mm-hmm. And we'll get into more why you're here as far as the champagne brunch that's coming up that I'm also a part of with uh, Mark Vargas. Major major part of. Yeah. A, pill- a pillar. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Amy Jacobson. Uh, so we'll, we'll get in Dan Erm and a couple other people that are involved in it. Uh, but, I, I, you know, anytime people go after Clarence Thomas, I, way back when, when I first became a conservative, or when I first came out as a Republican, I say, because I've always been a conservative, um, I wrote um, uh, Thomas Sowell a message, basically saying, because I couldn't find anybody. I couldn't find other blacks that were outspoken and willing to say that, Hey, I'm a Republican. I wrote Thomas Sowell a message and he connected me to Lee Walker from the Heartland Institute, who then um, sent the letter that Thomas, um, Thomas, Clarence Thomas sent to me basically saying, Hey, let's, cause I was supposed to meet him and all that, but Lee Walker passed away and all that. So that, that opportunity to meet Clarence Thomas went away. But that's just, and this is one of the reasons why. And Clarence Thomas, Clarence Thomas was the one that sent that connected me to Lee Walker mm. through Thomas Sowell you know, way back when. And that's why I'll always defend Clarence Thomas. Now let's get into this, right? Let's get into what this whole. <laughs> I'm thinking about how. No, I'm not. I ain't scared of YouTube. Screw y'all. Listen, let's get into how they, they're trying to say that Jeannie. Thomas, who's Clarence Thomas's wife, colluded with Trump, and then she went back and talked to her husband about it, and that's one of the reasons why he was so adamant in not, um, you know, in, in trying to overturn, so-called overturn the elections. That's not true. So, you know, you know me, Vilan. I always go back. I always go back to this audio clip right here because I want you, guys, I want you guys to listen to this audio clip and tell me if, if these people were not trying to overturn, so-called quote-unquote, overturn the election. I also, I actually held a demonstration for my colleagues here at the Capitol um, where we brought in um, folks who, before our eyes, hacked election machines. Um, those that are not, those that are being used in many states but are not state-of-the-art from our perspective. Um, We're very concerned because there's only three companies. You could easily hack into them. It makes it seem like all these states are doing you know that voice different right there, things, right? but in fact, That's three the companies Vice are President controlling of the that. 43% of American voters use voting machines that researchers have found have serious security flaws, including back doors. These companies are accountable to no one. They won't answer basic questions about their cybersecurity practices, and the biggest companies won't answer any questions at all. Hypocrisy much? Come on. You know, they when they say it, it's true. If we say it, it's false. Come on. Now you, I don't even know up from down, you know, dealing with these people. 
And I'm pretty sure the average person who waits six months before an election and vote, right. they don't know that they're right. there either. But but you see what they're trying to do. I mean, first of all, I think the J6 committee is a sham. Yeah. Um, they didn't want they didn't want the hard hitting Republicans on the on um, Jim um, Jim um, Jim Jones. Not I mean, Jim I'm Jones. not Jim Jones. Really? Jim Jordan. Jim Jordan. They didn't want Jim Jordan. We both Jim got, we both got some issues this morning. <laughs> uh, I'm only on four hours of sleep, so <laughs> I couldn't I'm, sleep I'm last none. night. I tossed and turned mm-hmm. all night all last night. But they didn't want Jim Jordan. They didn't they didn't want people that were that were going to um, ask the pertinent questions. You know. Um, well, why didn't we have enough people there? Why why was the security apparatus not not done correctly? W- you know, when did when did um, President Trump re- when did the, the mayor request the um, the troops? These, I mean, these are questions that, that that they're not answering. You know, why why did they just allow people wa- to walk and waltz right into the Capitol? Well, this is a way to silence Republicans and and the ones that won't be silenced. It's a way to ostracize them. Yeah, that's all. That's all it is. It's a way. It's a way to getting rid of the people that they don't want, that they don't want around. Right. You know. You, you see any hypocrisy in this, Todd? Yes, sir. It's a lot of it, right? Yes, sir. You know, and it's like, Vlad, what? what I, I'm, I'm, I'm so fed up with it, and and I really hope, I really hope, it's my heart's desire to see, come this 2022 election, November. That the gavel returns to Republicans in both chambers. 2024, the president of the United States becomes a Republican. Somebody with common sense. You know, because right now we don't have that. We simply don't have that. We have no real leadership in our country. None. We got a president who doesn't even know he's here. But yet he still sounds better than Kamala. (laughs) I mean, think about that, Verlana. Think about that. But you know who who's running the country. The bureaucrats are running the country right now. Yeah. Power has returned to all of the different factions. Yeah, we have a puppet as a president, but now everybody's comfortable. That's why you don't hear anybody say anything about Hunter Biden and all of the bad stuff they found out about Joe Biden. Right, him being him being the him being the big guy. Right, because everybody has their slice of the pie when it comes to power. So you're not going to hear anything until after. After this election in November, you think Joe Biden's president, if that if 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 they hadn't silenced that laptop and all that, you think he would have won and become pre- president of the United States of America? Huh? Listen, come on, it ain't even about no no. Answer the question: Do you believe? Yes, <laughs> yes. I say yes or no. Yes, question. because they fi- you know what I believe they fixed the vote with the mail in hey. ballots and everything else, <laughs> so he was going to win regardless. Yeah. And the uh, the dark routine, yeah, you know when they cut out the lights, yeah. So you know what happened. Two, Two hours later. Hey, YouTube, Facebook, we're having a discussion. <laughs> we, you shouldn't be afraid of discussions. We should be able to have these type of discussions about, you know, the integrity of our voting process and the integrity of our, 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 of our of electing leaders to represent us in the free world. You listening to Black and White Radio on AM560 Answer. Kip, Bob, hold the line. I'll take you when we return. Back to Black and White with John Anthony on AM560 Theater. Welcome back to Black and White Radio on AM560 Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the troublemaker himself and Mr. CEO himself, Todd. Swish, baby. <laughs> hey, let, you know what? I, I told them before before the break we go to the calls. Kip, welcome to Black and Right. 
Welcome back. Hey, thanks for taking my call, guys. Sorry about last week, but let's just carry on from here, man. I, I hear you already with all the subject matter that's that we're being fed yeah. every day. And that when there is no truth in what you're being told, mm. and it's all Hollywood. Just look this past week. Look how Will Smith, Will Smith, slap, no slap. Now I... Ah, blah, blah, blah. And then, and then, but we had Hunter Biden. Why? Why? What happened with Trump? Now, you know, everybody kind of went silent. And the only thing you hear is Ukraine. And then, what? What are you doing to put on your dog or something? And then, <laughs> I mean, just right. it, it's so silly. Hey, hey, Kip, hey, Kip. When yeah. you when you look at when you look at what the rest of the world are doing. And what we're doing here in the United States, I mean, we're dumbing our, we're dumbing, we're dumbing down our population while they're actually, you know, building <laughs> nuclear scientists and their kids, and you know, where we're, we're building everything down. Everything is about the culture. Everything is about what happened to Will Smith. I don't, I really don't care. And I said well, that on I, the morning show. You're so right on. And what I have to say here is, is that uh, we're being fed lies. And how can you have constructive, uh, constructive? Uh, conversation or the, the the melding of minds to figure out what are you going to do when the people that you entrust with your safety, right, your finances, your family are the ravenous wolves yeah. that are in the shadows that all of a sudden now the lights come on. Yeah. They're not cockroaches. Because <laughs> a cockroach, you can stop them with their foot, which one day is going to happen. Not all of them. You know who's going to come down and do that. You yeah, know? But, but, but cockroaches, man, I grew up with them. They hard to kill. They hard to destroy, bro. <laughs> They're they, hard to kill. That's multiply. what I mean. That's a Democrat, yeah, man. They multiply. Thanks so much for calling, Kim. All right, have a good one. Uh, you too. Bob from Buffalo Grove. What's up, buddy? Uh, thanks for taking my call, uh, John, and uh, shout out to Verlon. What's going on, Bob? Uh, good. Uh, well, you you stole my talking point, Verlon. Mm. Didn't the media didn't the media really steal the election for um, Biden by withholding the laptop? And how are we going to hold the media accountable for um, lying to us or withholding the information? Well, I, I don't think it's just the laptop. I think it was a lot of different things. They didn't report a lot of different things. They didn't report on. Uh, about Joe Biden yeah. sitting in the basement. I mean, I mean, not going. Oh, yeah. around. I mean, there's just so much that happened during that election. Uh, I mean, the media. I I, I don't trust them. Mm-hmm. I don't trust them far as I can see them, and I I can't see that far because <laughs> like I wear I wear glasses. But you know, I I just don't trust them, Bob. I think what 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 they did to our country and what they're continuing to do to our country has to be stopped. How how do you stop that though? How do you stop a juggernaut like the media, Bob? And here's here's a, another side issue, kind of off topic. Uh, this week we were inundated with the Will Smith Academy Awards, and uh, you guys may not know, but I, uh, Amy knows that I'm uh, an engineer, and I follow engineering stories. And do you know there's another Academy Award, and it was presented, and there's no no coverage of it. And this Academy Award is worth a half a million dollars. Oh wow. And it's given, and it's given to an engineer that's changed our world. And uh, this year, they gave it to uh, a team of engineers. And you probably never heard of it, but you all have it. It's called the I R I S C chip, reduced oh. instruction. Um, I don't know. 
uh, chip. And that's all in your cell phones and your computers. Oh, okay. Probably in your car. Yeah. And uh, there's no news of this Academy Award. Wow. Interesting, Bob. Bob, thanks so much for calling yeah. us. I Take really care. appreciate it. Take care. Um, yeah, there's so much to talk about with this. But, Todd, I, w- I wanted to bring you in because, I mean, you are out there pushing and, and, and making change throughout the state. You're trying to bring a lot of people together, uh, people who probably would have never met, you know, through Game Changers Corp. Uh, what is Game Changers Corp, and, and, and why did you start it? So Game Changers Corp started in um, 2012, and what happened was I was living in, in 2011, I was living in Naples, Florida, and uh, decided to come back to Chicago. So you can probably question my sanity yeah. just with that, coming well, from, going from Naples, Florida to Chicago. Yeah, really? I do. I do. I'm judging you on that one. Yeah, please do. Yeah, matter of fact, check me into uh, Bellevue, okay? <laughs> but anyway, um, when I came back, I decided, you know, I needed to make some connections. So during that time, on March 20th of 2012, was the Democrat, or the, it was the primary, yeah. okay? So I came in Chicago in December of 2011, and I started going to all these different campaign fund, fundraisers mm-hmm. of the Democrats. Yeah. And uh, everybody knew the type of network I already had, and they right. wanted me to help. But me and my stupid self didn't understand that when you are helping multiple clients, uh, um, candidates financially, I needed to make a PAC, a political yeah. action committee. Yeah. So within uh, the first week of January of 2012, I created uh, SEDIC, which was the committee to elect Illinois Democratic candidates. And the main premise behind SEDIC was to give all the candidates a platform to speak on, right. uh, the, the slated and the non-slated. Then, um, long story short, um, the, uh, the Democratic machine told the slated that they couldn't, uh, they couldn't play with me because they didn't want their non-slated and slated intermingling. Uh-oh. So all my slated candidates fell off, which was fine. Yeah. But long story short, on March 20th, I represented 12 Democratic candidates non-slated mm-hmm. in 12 different races. Mm-hmm. Eight out of my 12 candidates that I supported were victorious. Really? Now, you would have thought the Democrats would have been happy, but they weren't happy because I took out, <laughs> I took out eight other slated candidates. Right. So why? So this, this is all you know pertinent to the story. Right. So, um, because you changed your, Oh no, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. Bible based <laughs> yeah. Republican, yeah. African American, yeah. ultra, hey, hey, ultra, don't use that word. Uh, ultra, you heard him. Uh, don't, don't do it. Uh, don't use uh, word. Uh, ultra conservative black. I don't care. Yeah. You know, Ultra conservative. Uh, it's a difference. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, what happened was uh, about a month later, me and the lady that I was dating at the time, I you know I had a home in Schaumburg, and I'm making spaghetti sauce, and <laughs> she's stirring cake batter. She's baking a cake, uh-huh. and it's a Saturday afternoon. So what happened was the doorbell rings, and I'm like, you know, no one really comes to my residence. I'm a pretty private individual. I'm thinking, okay, maybe Jehovah's Witness or maybe UPS or FedEx or something like that. So I had her go to the door, and uh, she disappeared for like five minutes. So I'm stirring the spaghetti sauce, and all of a sudden, there are like six Schomburg police officers Uh-oh. in my kitchen. I'm like, right. can I help you? I'm, 
you know, did I break the law? Right. You know? So they're like, oh, we, we got a call that your girlfriend's life was in danger. And I was like, well, hello. Uh, She's sitting right here. You know, well, there's the spoon in the cake batter, okay? Uh, long story short, it was one of the Democratic candidates who we crushed uh, that made a phony 911 she call. She had a SWAT call. Whoa, get swatting whoa, call. Whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, she was an, And she was an ex. She was actually, I, I don't know whether she was a former police officer. I think she was still yeah. a police but a phony 911 call. Swatting which, call. Yeah. What? what? Yeah. So so you telling me yeah. somebody that you knew made a phony phone call that yep. used resources yep. to come to your no, house, come to house for a phony no, no. phony no, no. prank. Right. No. Uh, and nothing happened? Oh, no. nothing happened to her. But oh. check but check this out. But check this out. You cannot connect. Oh. Listen. Okay, stop. Wait, wait. Okay. What are you trying to do? What he's trying to do is connect what you're saying to je- the, the, the French actor, Juicy Smollett. <laughs> you know I am. You cannot connect those two. Oh, those no, 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 no. Resources no. Oh, no, 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 okay, no, 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 those are, that's, that's no. That's swatting. No, no, there was no he connection. Didn't, he didn't no, no. do what's called swatting. That's no, swatting. That, no, that was, a, that was a Democratic candidate. I understand. Who, like, was oh. just I'm not saying it was you. Oh, no. I'm saying you, police resources were used. And, and I think she was either hey, a hey, former hey, police hey, or hey, still a charge. Guys, guys, no charge. Hold on. Really quickly, we got Gary Ray on the Yeah, yeah. Gary Ray what's going on? Gary. What's going on? Hey, what's happening, guys? How things going there? What's going on? What's up? With Big G. Big G. <laughs> what's going on, buddy? Oh, everything's going on. We're busier and busier and could be. We're busier than a one-legged man and a butt-kicking contest. <laughs> Where are you guys at now? Well, I'm actually heading to an event in uh, Park Ridge. It starts at one o'clock. It's uh, it's um, the Polish community mostly, uh-huh. and um, the hard-working community that we have in Chicago, the Polish community that. Uh, I love being around them. You know, work ethic exudes from these. these, these this now, group. really quickly, in so, five seconds, where's it going to be again? We got to go to break. Yeah, Park Ridge. Where? Park Ridge. It's at. It's at. Uh, it's in Park Ridge. Okay. Uh, right. It's in. Oh, it's in Draco. Draco. Uh, the Drake. All right. Hey, listen to the back and right. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM five sixty. The answer. Welcome back to Black and White Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the troublemaker himself and Mr. CEO, Todd Schwish, baby. Um, before the break, we were talking to Gary Rabine, candidate for governor. Gary, I got, I got one minute for you. Um, now, wait, wait, where's your event going to be? So it's at 112 West Higgins Road. It's the Polish-Lithuania Coalition for Ethic Voters. Oh, nice. Todd's on with you, too. That guy's awesome. <laughs> yes, sir. Thank you, G. Mr. CEO himself is sitting right here in the studio, to, um, Gary. I love it. Hey, yeah. I'll, I'll just tell you one thing. For one minute, I'll tell you. Information's coming out. Friends of mine, economic leaders in our country have come out with a report that's coming up in four, three, four days that I got all the information on. Oh, nice. It's going to show that Pritzker was the worst leader in COVID in, our, in, our, in, our, our, in the country. One of, I mean, our state was like number 46. Out of fifty, worst, okay, or you know, yeah. wow. and, and it's best, best. But bottom line is this: we, it shows what the damage this guy has done, and we all have to understand it. And make sure we we we, we penalize him. Yes, right. So he has no to win. So a guy like me has got to got to got to win this primary because I can beat him. Other people can't. That's all I got to say. Gary Rabine, thanks so much for calling in the black and white. Really appreciate it, buddy. Now I'm I'm, I'm hopefully I, I don't fanboy too much on our next guest because I've I've, I've really been a fan. Um, because because I'm telling you, when it comes to people that speak truth, no, we don't have a lot of those people, especially on our side. They're afraid. 
people are afraid to speak truth because they're afraid to be canceled. They're afraid that, you know, they'll lose some economic interests. Uh, but our next guest, uh, I've been a fan of her since my good friend Babette Holder introduced me to her. Uh, she has a new book out, right? It directs Christians to adopt a biblical worldview. Valon, you'll love her. I'm telling you. Okay. I, you've never, you said you never heard her, but you will love her. I'm just going to listen. And use the Bible to make political decisions. Mm. The title of the book is called Eternally Cancel Proof. Uh, it takes the reader through the scriptures on issues like critical race theory, education, illegal immigration, and abortion. Uh, Stacey Washington, she's on Sirius XM. Um, she's been on, uh, she was on Saturday, so I will always get, couldn't hear it all the time because of my radio show uh, on, that's on Saturdays. But she's a United States Air Force veteran, former school board vice president. She has a long resume, brother. Uh, and political commentator. She brings her own enthusiastic take on adopting a biblical worldview to combat, to combat America's march away from the founder's vision into socialism in her first book, Eternally Counsel Proof, A Guide for Courageous Christians Navigating the Political Battlefront. Stacey Washington, I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to fanboy here. Welcome to Black and Right. Thank you for having me on the show. Yeah. glad to be here. Yeah, I mean, you have, been, you have truly been a voice in, 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 in the black community, um, and you've not been afraid. You've really tackled... Uh, you've had over 3,000 interviews throughout your career. Um, what led you to write this book? What was the motivating factor that you looked out across the prism of, of America and said, Americans need to read this book, specifically Christians? Well, so I, I started off, I, you know, the, the same book that a lot of us write as black conservatives, how did I become a conservative? And so I had that all laid out. I had an outline. I'm going to do this book about, you know, coming to conservatism and really talking about major issues that impacted that decision. But something was missing from it. And so, you know, you talked about the, the weekend radio show. I was actually on Sundays. Sorry. And I moved from Sundays to Monday through Friday about a year and a half ago. And at that point, I was talking about the biblical worldview on the radio. And people would call in and ask questions. Well, you know, what's the difference here? I also stumbled on this survey called What Christians Want to Know, and it was a survey of Christians and asking them, what would you, if you could have your pastor preach on anything, what would you ask them to preach on? And the answers stunned the Barna group. It was immigration, LGBTQ, um, dealing with sexuality, you know, teaching children about not just anatomy, but human sexuality, um, marriage, a lot of things that yeah. you would think, oh, wow. Pastors aren't preaching about this, no. and, and pastors have been silenced too. Um, a missed application of the Johnson Amendment, which makes them think that they can't speak out about political issues when politics is a tool yes. that we use it to manage government. And our actual uh, church experience is supposed to include every subject matter. If you're sitting in church and you're wondering what the Bible says about a specific issue, at some point during the year on these Sundays or Wednesday services, your pastor is supposed to cover it. Because there is no subject that the Bible doesn't right. cover. So as a Christian, I saw like a little, it was basically a space where my book could fill a need and, and actually usher in more knowledge, which leads to activism, and cancel out. Mm. This book is my way of canceling cancel culture, because we're, we're going to get canceled, right? Yep. And I've been canceled very publicly twice. Yeah. The first time was utterly humiliating. I go over it in the book. Um, and it was something that I went through and I thought, well, I guess I'm tougher because of it, because I, I don't know how I could have avoided it. It was viewpoint discrimination against gun owners and NRA members. Wow. I wrote a column about it and was suspended. I grew from it. 
but I, I realized I, the, the experience made me stronger. And then later, it wasn't actually a cancellation in the truest form of the word. It was, a, you know, if you're written radio, you do yeah. radio. Yeah. Programming shake up, I lose my time slot. Yeah. All of a sudden, I'm canceled. So yeah. the, you have to read the book to learn how to, to make it through that. Well, Stacey, we have, we have to go to break. We're talking with Stacey Washington, Stacey E. Washington, author of the book, Eternally Counsel Proof, A Guide for Courageous Christians Navigating the Political Battlefront. Go get it wherever uh, books are sold. Uh, Stacey, if you can hold the line, I would love to take you through the end of, the, uh, end of this hour, if that's okay with you. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony uh, on AM 560. The answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM 560. The answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the troublemaker himself, Verlon Galloway, and Mr. CEO Todd Swish. Uh, before the break, we were talking with Stacey E. Washington. Uh, author of the book, <clears throat> excuse me, author of the book, Eternally Cancer Proof, A Guide for Courageous Christians Navigating the Political Battlefront. Um, she's also known as Stacy on the Right. So that's how I was introduced to her. Uh, Stacy, in the book, you talk a lot about feelings. Uh, I personally think the Republican Party, when, when it comes to, 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 to interacting with, I don't care what the minority group is, they're so afraid. And and how does feelings play a part in that? Because I I love what you said here. Oh my God, this was just so good. This viewpoint hurts Americans without a. I mean, wait, feelings feelings based governance is the reason we are beset by nonsensical policies that contradict each other and infuriate us all. So what should we use? As Christians, we must use the Word of God as our guide and work to possess a biblical worldview. And how does feelings play a role in that? Well, so first of all, we all have them, right? Yeah. So, and it, it, I'll just speak for myself. I'm I'm not going to curse any of the rest of you with what I go through on a daily basis, but I, <laughs> I have like a thousand feelings a day. Um, and so, if you were to be ruled over by my feelings, you would be miserable. Yeah. You would you would mm-hmm. not be able to live your life. Mm-hmm. So, I have to manage my own feelings. I have to be responsible with them. And and part of having proper boundaries is that I'm responsible for my own feelings, and I don't even hold my husband accountable for my feelings because they are controlled by me. I can simply choose not to act on all of the feelings that go through my mind on a daily basis. Um, Some of them are valid and they're there to protect me. You know, sometimes fear is, it's a natural reaction to danger being present and other things you have to control. Love is, you know, we always see it in the movies as portrayed as romantic love only, which is eros, but you also have, you have agape love, which is brotherly love where, you sacrifice something that you might want to do for yourself for the benefit of someone that you love or even a coworker, or in our case, for this discussion, the kind of love that we're supposed to have for this country, which means it feels great to say at cocktail parties that you just want anyone who wants an opportunity to be able to come into America. And our immigration process is so lengthy, then the open southern border, it's, it's, you know, it's just a function of the fact that people are coming here out of love, like uh, George Bush said. But agape love means you remember the sex trafficking, the uh, the killing, the kidnappings, um, the rapes, the murders, the uh, proliferation of drug dealing and MS-13, the fentanyl crossing the southern border, and then the human trafficking, sex trafficking and human trafficking. And you realize that God mm. made sovereign nations with borders. Yes. He created that in the Old Testament. He also laid out representative government in Exodus 18. So the big deal here is, 
while it may feel good to say Ooh. that you think anyone who wants to come here could come, the truth is we are a sovereign nation and yes. we need borders and we need good immigration policy. So does that mean I oppose reform? No. Right. I believe in immigration reform, but I don't believe in an open southern border or that people who come here illegally automatically have the right to stay. So in all things, we have to be emotionless. And I, I mean, we're detaching ourselves from our emotions so that we can do what's right. And yeah. sometimes doing what's right feels amazing. And in, in the end, when the blessings flow, because obedience brings the blessing, yes. uh, doing what's right, is, is it feels good too. But in the short term, it may feel terrible. When I'm working out, I'm feeling pretty terrible. But afterwards, three days later, I get on the scale, it goes down a little bit. I'm like, okay, <laughs> that was worth it, right? That's how this works. <laughs> yeah, if you're just joining the show, we're talking with Stacey E. Washington, author of the new book, Eternally Council Proof. A Guide for Courageous Christians Navigating the Political Battlefront. Go out and get it wherever books are sold. Amazon, wherever books are sold. How you doing, Miss Washington? My name is Verlon Galloway. Well, um, personally, I don't like the word feel. I never use it because, you know, feel, feelings and fair, that's, those are the less words to try to play uh-huh. on your emotion, emotional heartstrings. The only word that I care about is the law and facts. That's my, that's my F word, facts. And I heard every, and, and I heard everything else that you were saying, but the left has already implemented all of that that you said as, by, as far as talking about mm-hmm. politics in their churches. Yep. When I go mm-hmm. to their churches and when I go to funerals, that's all I hear is mm-hmm. Trump bad, Trump this, or, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. some Republican bad. So, yep. so they've they've already uh, taken your strategy. So I've, I I got I got one question for you: How do we combat that? I, I know. So I know. You said that we need to start doing it, but we believe in a separation of church and state. So, how do we combat that? Well, okay. So, I don't believe in the separation of church and state. The yep. Black Robe Regiment were the pastors in the Founders' Day, and their sermons Amen. were used to form our form of government. And so, part of when you ask, what do we do? Yeah, deconstruction has occurred in the church. And one of the resources that I recommend is a book by Alyssa Childers called Another Gospel, where she explains how progressive. Uh, thought and methodology has actually infiltrated some churches and how it's spreading, how to recognize it and stop it from spreading in your own church. I, I have that as a resource in the book because it's so important for us to understand that aspect. And she, she, to me, that's the book of 2021. It's the best book I read that year. Um, but as far as my book, the reason that the book covers such a wide array from abortion to the two political party platforms with the biblical worldview for each issue, socialism, critical race theory, true black history, endless war, Southern border policy, immigration, it covers in the book, but it's nine chapters and you're going to read it in a week or less because (laughs) it's 167 pages from page one to the last prayer in in chapter nine. It's short, but it's, it's direct and it gives you everything you need to know because of what you just said. The left has implemented so much because we've been silent. We've been busy, you know, working, earning a living, driving GDP, raising great kids, having successful marriages and families. But we've not been governing. So now it's time for us to get back out there. The book helps you to do that. Um, And I I believe we can fight back and take back a lot of what they have successfully stolen. Wow. Now, Stacey, can you hold for one more segment? If not, I understand. But there's a couple couple more questions I have for you. I had a question. I had a question, (laughs) too. Uh, Stacey, hold the line. We're talking with Stacey E. Washington. Uh, we'll be right back. And now, more Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Yeah. 
Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the troublemaker who's like really soft today. And Mr. CEO, Todd Schweiss. Swish. Swish. Uh, you had a question for Stacey? Hi, uh, Ms. Washington. My name is Todd Swish. Um, so just, and I look forward to reading your book, purchasing your book and reading your book. I uh, wanted to know, does your book also help uh, believers um, with sound doctrine? Does it help them develop a more sound doctrine? Because I'm, I'm a believer. Yes. Yeah, I'm a believer yes. that without sound, sound doctrine, there's nothing to internalize. There's no internalization for the transformation. So the the thing that is um, kind of unique about my book is usually a book is mostly politics and it has a sprinkling of the biblical worldview or, you know, a, a taste of scripture. Uh, or the book is completely doctrinally sound. It's a theological tome and it, it just touches politics a little bit. Mine is equal parts of both because what I'm what I'm trying to get people to do is, first of all, I have a little test in there, seven questions, mm. to, so you can figure out if you have a biblical worldview. Mm-hmm. Then after you figure out if you have it, you can then use, it's all, all the scripture in the book is NIV, uh, it's kind of easier to understand than New King James or King James, and then you go through, and I, I basically, I present what the Democrats believe, I present what the Bible says, and I even share a few of the applicable biblical stories where we have, historically speaking, nothing new under the sun. So there are examples for us to look at where people have taken the same ideas we're trying out now, the utopian Marxist progressive mm, ideas, mm, yeah. and they've not, they failed. And so if we see that back then, we know it will fail now. And then the prescription for it, which is always returning to God's plan, he has actually laid out a very workable, doable mm. way of living for us. And so I cover it in the book. There's, there's a chapter where I discuss going over some of these issues with your children, whether they're middle school or uh, high school or college, because that is, uh, I've gotten significant email from people who say, you know, I love your perspective, but my kids have been gone from home for five years, two years, you know, 10 years, and they're hardcore woke, you know, or my kids are in high school and they're, they're getting this stuff from school. How do I talk to them about it? And I go over the relationship. I go over the scripture. I go over recommended reading materials and how to, and that's all in the book. Yes, it's in there. It's, hey, I'm hey, telling you, I, I, it was a hard, it was a heavy lift. Mm-hmm, but now yeah. mm-hmm. Hey, Todd. <laughs> hey, hey Stacy, are you doing? Are you doing a book signing tour? You just read my. You know, I am. I am going to start speaking, and so for any interested groups, I have one Republican women group that has already reached out to ask me to come. Um, I am traveling to to talk about the book, and I've I've already been a public speaker before right. this, but. This is my big, like my big. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm hitting the time. So Todd's yeah, looking at I'm, me. I'm so, so, so yeah. we're, we're actually putting together a champagne brunch at the Drake and Oak Brook up here. We'd love to have you come there and do a book signing. Uh, it's May 22nd. If that's if that's something you have available, we'd love to. We, I, I'll take a look. I'll take yeah. a look. Oh, and, I'll reach and, out. I'll, and I'll make it right for you. Yeah, I'll reach out to you, and I think that will be a great event. It's at the Drake Oak Brook. Production, not an yeah, event. Produ- production. production. Sorry, I yep. forgot, Todd. You- <laughs> <laughs> but but says, where can people hear you? Where can people hear your radio show? I mean, your your, your radio show, and, and yeah, where can they so buy the book? I'm on SiriusXM Monday through Friday, 9, 10 to midnight Eastern Standard Time. Um, if you're not a Sirius subscriber, I also have a podcast that you can listen to all of the episodes. I think we're on episode 770. That is over at StacyOnTheRight.com. Um, and then, of course, I do appear on Newsmax um, every Thursday. And, you know, sometimes I'm on Fox. It's not frequent, but I sometimes am there as well. 
you can find me at StaceyOnTheRight.com. You'll see a whole bunch of different links. My Facebook page is Stacey on the Right Show. And I'm on True Social, Gab, Parlor, Getter. LinkedIn. Uh, LinkedIn. What about LinkedIn? I'm on LinkedIn. Good, good. That's my baby. Yeah, okay, good. <laughs> Stacey mm-hmm. E. Washington, author of the book, Eternally Counsel Proof, A Guide for Courageous Christians Navigating the Political Battlefront. Go out and get that book. I know I got mine on the way. So, Stacey, thanks so much for joining us on Black and Right today. Awesome. Your your show is fabulous. Thank you for the work that you're doing. Thank you so much. You're listening to Black and Right, Hour 2, coming up next. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in hot. Welcome back. Hour two of Black and Right Radio on AM560. The answer. I think I just gave myself a concussion, hit myself with the headphones in my eye. All right. Good Lord. Suffering from some of that Joe Biden syndrome. Sheesh. No, I went to put it on and it popped me right in the eye. Mm. And the socket, right in the socket part, too. Oh, that's bad. Yeah. Mark, call back, Mark. That hurt. Um, What do you guys think about that interview? She's great. Yeah. She's great. Yeah. I mean, you just don't have many people that are willing to willing to just put it all out there like that you just because have, they're afraid. You just have to have the mindset of not caring. Yeah. Like me, I don't care. And I'm with her, though. I don't believe in the whole separation of church and state. I think that's a ruse. I think there's something that was created by the progressives, the lefts. Uh, I, think, I think that Danbury letter was, was, was the architect of cre- building the actual wall. And, you uh, taught me something during yeah. the break. That's why I didn't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why I was shocked you didn't say anything. But let's go back to the um, phone lines. Let's go, because they've been waiting a very long time. Uh, Leon, welcome to Black and Right. Thanks so much for calling. Hey, man. Thank you so much for having me on. Great to hear you and Todd. Yes. Good to hear your voice. So what's going on, buddy? Yeah, I know Todd. Look at Todd. He's over there grinning, <laughs> listening to you. <laughs> So, Game Changers last night, I had a dinner with um, Leon. Uh, Leon is the uh, CEO of a sports marketing company. Oh, okay. uh, That actually, we already have 10, 10 collegiate athletes signed, signed, already signed, not 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 potential, right. signed. And two of those are in the top 100 prospects, uh, NFL prospects. Oh, nice. So, uh, I will be, uh, well, Game Changers Corp will take the lead role in Leon's uh, public relations department. Oh, nice. We'll do, we'll so it sounds like it sounds like uh, Bridge Entity is going to be sponsoring Black and Right. That's what it sounds like to me, right? It, it, that's exactly <laughs> no, let's make No, it that's happen, exactly Leon. right. Yep, yep. <laughs> let's make it happen, Leon. Leon, how did you get involved in this? Oh, man. Uh, grew up in San Diego, went to Lincoln High School, grew up in the area where, like, Marcus Allen, Kevin Mitchell, Terrell Davis, we grew up in that type of atmosphere, um, sports, you know, and then I got to a certain level. And then when you see what happens to our athletes who put in all that sweat and blood, you know, their own equity and their own health and safety, and at the end of the day, they're broke or they don't have the means by which to take care of themselves. They're either, 
because of the drugs that they were on with the pills. And yeah. you see all that, and then you want to say, now, hey, you know what? The best business that we can be in is helping the people business. Yeah. Right? So then that's why I got into it, because some of my people who I knew that was professional say, hey, one thing that are missing for these athletes is advising. Ooh. Advisorship, mm-hmm. you know? It's what we call, like, a personal conciliaire. Yeah, and that's like basically... I told one person... Yes. What was The Rock? The Rock had a show basically loosely based on something like this. Uh, on I think it was on HBO. The Rock he played a, he played a sport ballers. ballers, ballers right. Is yep, that is yep. that somewhat the, what what you what you're doing? That's all we do. We keep it. We're somewhat putting that into reality. That is correct, sir. Ah, I love and, it. And we show it. We're protecting our athletes, surrounding them with the right people with loyalty and trust and integrity. And making sure that their benefits are taken care of. Nice. Are you based here? Are you where are you based out of? I'm in Chicago, Illinois. Oh, you got to come into the studio one day. I got to get you in the studio. All right, I'm gonna bring me in. I'm bumped up about Todd. I'm honored and humbled that I would be working with this brother uh, in unity in regards to his passion and his zeal. Um, I think we got a good team, and like I tell everybody, get on with this train because the movement is going forward. I love it. Leon, matter of fact, we're working. Leon and I are working on a very, very big surprise for it, May twenty second. I mean, oh. you know, I don't play. You don't play. I know that. Leon, thanks so much for calling that, and I'll get your contact information from uh, Todd and, and get you in, in, into the studio one day. And keep up the good work, man. You're doing a great job. Thank, thank you, so thank much. you so much, Leon. Appreciate it. Uh, let's go back to the phone lines. Scott Casper. Scott, what's going on, bud? How you doing, John? I'm How you good. doing, Todd? Hey, Thanks Scott. So much for How you doing? It's, it's good to hear from you guys. It's good to see Todd on the show today. <laughs> yeah, it's I actually our, we, we've we've been in constant conversation for months now. This is our actual first time meeting, though, face to face. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I well, mean, I he, love Todd. He's, he, he's... he leaves the face face to face with more important people like you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fun to hear. Well, yeah, no, I'm 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 heading up right now to um, I think Gary Raybon just spoke about it earlier, but an event up in in Park Ridge, yeah. um, Cannon Forum with with uh, Casey Chalabek and Gary Raybon and James Martyr, and I'm going to stop by and and uh, I was just at United Southland Republican Women's Group down in Owen Park. Oh, nice! Uh, a good group of of women who were talking about election integrity. Um, just a lot of fun things going on. But I honestly wanted to call in and talk about Todd's event on May 22nd, and and of course. Todd will be talking about it all, all, uh, all three hours today. But, but I figured um, I wanted to let you know I'm I'm very excited about that event. It's at a great place at the Draco Brook, which is where I announced my my I launched my campaign. Todd was there, nice. in fact. And um, Todd, I might be I might be overstating this, but I I think I may have been the first one to commit to a to sponsoring a table at your event. You were, and, yeah. Matter of fact, uh, Gary, uh, you you uh, you bought a table. Gary uh, bought a table. Tom DeVore has yeah. got a table. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you you created the domino I mean, effects. You you created the domino I mean, effect, sounds, yes. It sounds like a party. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah. It's a production. And you know what? It's a production, <laughs> but also, too, let me correct you. It says Todd. Too many people are saying this is Todd's right, event. Right. This is not my event. And right. see, that's what people need to get out of their heads is, I'm just the wizard behind the curtain. Right. You know, and I'm the, and the people. <laughs> no, seriously, I'm the wizard behind the curtain. And I'm here to make you look good, right? Okay, just make sure Toto don't come wow. and pull that <laughs> nipple at your, your pants leg. Uh, Scott, what else you got coming up, bud? 
Oh, we're working on all sorts of events all the time, so I'll keep you posted. But I really just wanted to call and say hi, right. guys, and and, uh, and and throw my full support behind top, be, uh, behind our event on the twenty. Yeah, our yes, event. Our, our. <laughs> Thanks so much for calling in, Love Scott. You, Scott. Thank you, brother. Okay. Take care, brother. Let's go back to the phone lines. Monica, 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 welcome to Black and Right. Monica, you there? Yeah, sorry, I was muted. Hey, oh. guys, I want to just give a shout-out to Todd. He's like my brother, um, Con from Arizona. Oh, nice. Um, back and forth from California to Arizona. But anyway, um, you know, you got a, a star there. He's also my bro- like a brother to me, and um, I'm in listening mode, and whatever production he does is always... Like he says, the wizard behind the curtain, it's always going to be big and it's always going to be great. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Monica. You no know, really matter of fact, it. Monica's like a real, matter of fact, Monica flew in when I was working on the NFL draft when it was in Chicago. Yeah. She is really my sister. As a matter of fact, I went home early and again, she's married, uh, but I, she had keys. I gave her the keys to my house. Yeah. I said, just yeah. let yourself in. You know, yeah. my house is your house. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Thank you so much for calling, Monica. Uh, yeah. Shout out to all you guys. Thank you. Thanks, Monica. Love you. Yeah. Uh, is this like the Todd yeah. sh- uh, Swish Sounds like it's fan me. club to me? <laughs> uh, let's go to the phone lines again. Jacqueline Ruiz, welcome to Black and Right. Look at look at look at this guy. <laughs> hey, Jacqueline, how are you? I'm doing amazing. How are you? I'm doing well. I think you're probably calling for Todd too. I take it. I don't. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. What's going on, Jacqueline? Yeah. Well, I'm, uh, you know, I'm calling in. I'm, uh, I'm part of the World Leaders Forum. Uh, oh, that's right. Here mm-hmm. at Justin University, and um, uh, John Anthony. Yes. I don't know who John Anthony. Uh, I am. John Anthony. I am John Anthony. But you know what? Let me put you on hold because I'm going to take you after the break because I have a whole segment for you um, to, to discuss what's coming up with the World Leaders Forum. I, I thought you were one of one of Todd, Todd, <laughs> Todd's um, long list of callers that he's had in today. Okay. So let me put you back on hold, and then at uh, 119, we'll, we'll bring you back on, and we'll discuss the World Leaders Forum. Um, let's go to Thomas. What's up, Uncle Tommy? You got a minute. Sorry for making you hold so long. Uncle Tommy? You there? Hello? Yeah, go ahead. You got a minute. Hello? Go ahead. Okay. I'm in your program. I always do. And uh, there's two things. Uh you know, election has consequences, and a stolen election, as we can see, has catastrophic consequences. <laughs> and it's so sad to see what is happening. Biden this week declared, which I never heard of, a transsexual national day. I'm mm. like, when did mm. that come about? I, and now we see what Disney is doing. Yeah. So this is just truly sad. So Disney, three of their executives come on and talk about what they're trying to push to the kids. Right. It's just sad. Uncle Tommy, go out and get Stacey Washington's book. I I think you would really like her book. I don't know if you heard her interview. I did. Yeah, you got to go out and get that book. Thanks so much for calling, Tommy. I got to go to break. Uh, You're listening to Black and White Radio. Jacqueline Ruiz is coming up next. It's going to be a great interview. We'll be right back. We now return to Black and White on AM560. The answer. Here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and White Radio on AM560. Yeah, I slow down my voice when 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 Marvin comes on. You got to slow down the voice. You can't move it real and cool, calm, and collective. 
Um, uh, I'm still stuck on that um, Stacey Washington interview. Yeah, I yeah. fanboyed a little yeah, bit. You, 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 yeah, you look, I, I can see your face. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm excited to have our next guest on because um, if you know anything about Justin University, um, they're really doing a lot of great things. They're bringing a lot of great world leaders, not just people from the states, United States of America, but they're bringing people from from some very diverse backgrounds to come and speak to their kids and to the to whoever wants to come so that they can educate them about what's really happening out there in the world. And I, I thought our next guest was somebody who was calling in because, you know, Todd had everybody calling in <laughs> <laughs> to say hi. Uh, but Jacqueline uh, Ruiz, um, she'll be hosting a very special event Friday, April 8th at 4 p.m. And I hope I say this name correct at the Herrick Chapel at Judson University in Elgin, Illinois. Um, and I just saw her bio. Jacqueline is a cancer survivor and she's a pilot. Jacqueline, I, you have you have a very interesting background. Welcome to Black and Right. Thank you, John Anthony. I'm, I'm excited to be here. Yeah. Because, as you know, conversations uh, always lead us to amazing things and, and, and dreams. No pun intended yeah. to, to land, right? <laughs> <laughs> this is true. <laughs> this is true. So how did you guys, um, your special guest um, is Edward James Almos. Um I, I got a. We have actually a host here, and then, and when I show up, I'm going to tease him with it <laughs> because he actually used to date one of the hosts that that um, that's on AM five sixty. Yeah, so we talked about it the other morning. Uh, but how did you guys land on um, Edward James almost as the um, speaker to come to give the inspirational speech? Well, you know, I'll um, I'll basically give you a little bit of a background of how I got connected. Okay. That's how sort of the story. Um, my husband uh, saw an ad for the World Leaders Forum a few years back where Presidente Felipe Calderón from Mexico was going to be in Elgin, Illinois. Oh. Right? So we're like, where is he going? Wow. Right? Because, you know, as I started finding out more about Johnson University and the World Leaders Forum, I was more and more impressed by the caliber of people or the guests, you know, yeah. George W. Bush that inaugurated yeah. the entire series 10 years ago and many others, right? One of the latest uh, former General Petraeus. Yes, um, I was at that event. I have it, beautiful, right? Yeah. yeah, we. I think that's where we actually met yeah. uh, the first time. And um, I just couldn't believe that more leaders were coming to the to the area. When the Mark Cuban event happened, I connected with uh, Mark Vargas and yes. he said, hey, you know what? I want to support because that was, that was the event, uh, Conversations with Mark Vargas. And I just literally, literally said, I want to serve. I want to support. I want to be there. I want to extend my media contacts to extend this message. So mm-hmm. all of that led me to be invited, to be honored with the invitation to be part of the World Leaders Forum board. And subsequently, about three seconds later, Dr. Kroom uh, said, and by the way, I would also love for you to host and bring back the inspirational <laughs> series. I'm like, whoa, like, how do you, I mean, I, I'm used to being thrown curveballs. I'm used to, you know, being stuck at airports because the, you know, there was a big storm that, you know, kept us from that before I was able to take off again, you know, and I'm used to, you know, focusing on that. But I'm like, wow, this is a big deal, right? This is the first time that we bring it back in four years. So because of my journey as an author. 24 um, books, by I, the way. 
27 now, <laughs> which is crazy. Now, let me tell you, John, I, I, literally, I just, my dream was to write one, to yeah. publish one so that my children, if I died, they knew who their mommy was. Like, wow. that was my biggest thing. Now, did I think about another 26 or four more on the way this year? No, but sometimes when a mission finds you. Yeah. You did you say four more on the way? Yes. Wow. Four, not children. No, no. books. Right, books. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still trying to write my first one. <laughs> but you know what? It's, um, you know, as a pilot, what do, we, what do we keep track of? We keep track of our landings, right? And a, and a book is certainly a landing, you know, to, to impact people. And uh, for my 16th book, I reached out to a really good friend of mine who's a Hollywood producer and my co-author, Alexandre Rios-Taylor mentioned, you know, if we can get Edward James Olmos to do this perfect, that would be amazing. Wow. And we did. We made it happen in two weeks through our amazing friend, uh, Rick Nagra. Yeah. And when we were thinking about reactivating the inspirational series and bringing people back and talking about this narrative, I wanted to bring somebody really special. So I reached out and because we already had that connection of one of my books. Yeah. They said yes. And that's what's happening and April eighth. I'm so excited. That's amazing. Now, wow. <laughs> now you have you I I'm reading your your bio and these two words stick out to me. Three words, it says. Well, four. You, you, I'll just read it. It says, Jacqueline Ruiz is a social entrepreneur who has created an enterprise of inspiration. Wow. What is, what is an enterprise of inspiration? I, that, that sounds so powerful. You know what? Um, I have published the largest collection of Latina stories in a book anthology series in the world. Uh, which is called Today's Inspired Latina. I started that in 2014. It's taken me to four continents. It's, um, you know, where we have represents in 25 countries have collaborated with some of the most amazing brands. And that series has catapulted this amazing wave of more storytelling in the Latino community. So to date, I have published 893 amazing stories of our community. And I'm certainly, you know, paving the way, connecting with the biggest organizations. Um, everything I do from my two nonprofits and one in the States and the youth center that I'm building in Mexico, wow. 2025, that's my vision. Um, that, you know, all of that combines my vessel, my main path is to elevate women through books, through my nonprofits, through my for-profits, my publishing and marketing, marketing agency. I've uh, been an entrepreneur since the age of 23, and I'm turning 39 in a couple of weeks. Wow. And um, and I just think that, uh, you know, that is the, you'll see everybody that knows me, they say, well, you're, you're a dream catcher, right? Because yeah. my early uh, awakening of getting exposed to amazing literature was with Napoleon Hill, Bill Carnegie, Zig Ziglar, Agmandino, when I was four years old. So imagine... I became like literally an experiment of personal development. I wanted to see, you know, coming from a poor family, not speaking a word of English when I got to the States at the age of 14, surviving cancer at 21, pre-cancer that led to the entire reconstruction of my digestive system at the age of 23, being told that I was not going to be able to have children, uh, all of that, and having been on the other side, 
you know, landing and getting my sports pilot license, becoming one of the few Latina sports airplane pilots in the United yeah. States. I understand, John, when you, I, un- I understand the enterprise yeah. of inspiration now. Hey, John, I've uh, <laughs> hey, uh, so, hey, um, nice to meet you. My name is Todd Swish. I'm very familiar with today's Inspired Latina. So I've got a question for you. Um, any, uh, so you've got a, a number of Latinas that are writing different stories. Why shouldn't an author be concerned about being in a book with 20 other people um, from a character and stare, uh, from a character and integrity standpoint and a branding standpoint, because once they're in that book, they're, they're attached to 20 other people. Well, I think that, uh, you know, anthologies uh, give someone that is ready to open up their heart and be vulnerable an opportunity to share that in a way that uh, it does not involve, you know, writing 40, 50, 60,000 words. Right. And um, it's, um, you know, it is understood that everyone in a collection of stories, they have one thing in common, depending on what the angle is, in this case, that they happen to be Latinas, right? But uh, every single one of the stories is autonomous. And they form, you know, part of the community. So it is never um, been like, hey, you know, you're, you're tainted because, you know, this person did something. Right. It's understood hey, that. Hey, Jacqueline. Jacqueline. I'm going to make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. We got to go to break. Um, this is this has been very inspirational. Um, I want to hold you over because I, I really mm-hmm. want you to tell people how people can get involved in this. And um, where people can go buy tickets and things of that nature. Uh, you listening to Black and White, so hold the line. We listen to Black and White. We'll be right back. It's the show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about. It's Black and Right with John Anthony on AM five sixty. The answer. Maybe I'm foolish, maybe I'm blind Thinking I can see through this and see what's Welcome behind. back to Black and Right no on AM560, The Answer. I'm, I'm your host, John Anthony. Uh, before the break, we were talking with social entrepreneur Jacqueline Ruiz. Um, she's actually putting on an event at uh, Judson University with Edward Almost. I can't. I mean, that guy, he was an amazing uh, uh, actor. Um, I mean, you're a pilot. I mean, you're a, a publisher. You've published 20, soon to be 27 books or 27 books, created over 10 products. I mean, where do you have time to, to live? That's a lot of work, Jacqueline. <laughs> you know, I always say that it's not at the same time. Yeah. Right? I mean, because when I'm landing a plane, I can't create a marketing strategy. <laughs> so I just compartmentalize, you know, whole things and. <laughs> And land as much as, much as I can. No, yeah. Back to the um, the, the event. Um, now, how can people buy tickets? How if 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 people want to become involved in it? Are you guys looking for volunteers? Because uh, I'll be there. I, I I was invited, so I, I'll definitely be there. And where can people go and buy the tickets? We're looking for everyone to support us, either through sponsors, volunteers, and of course buying their tickets. And they can find them at judsonnu.edu forward slash WLF Inspiration, World Leaders Forum Inspiration. So it's judsonnu.edu forward slash WLF Inspiration. And you'll find all of the information about our amazing guests 
for that day, including, of course, our, our feature guest, uh, Mexican-American activist, producer, actor, Mr. Edward James Olmos. Yeah. How are you doing? Um, I've, I've listened to everything that you said. Now, I engage a lot of people on the left, especially on uh, on um, leftist radio. And uh, like this one show that they have is called Identity, Equity and Inclusion. And when I listen to what you're saying, it sounds a lot to, uh, to me a lot like identity politics. So do you see how a person like me that's conservative can hear you keep identifying with you know, like with a specific race and it's not, it's not a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of inclusion going on in what you're saying. More exclusion. On my, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that, that's certainly your opinion. And I, I definitely appreciate that. Um, you know, Judson university and the world leaders forum have always, we've always pride ourselves in, in bringing, you know, all kinds of conversations, Right. Uh, yeah. We've had leaders, local and national, and we, you know, honestly, we, we try to stay away from from that as much as we can to to really bring the community together. So in this particular event, uh, you know, the theme is inspiration. And we're going to talk about from that perspective and how all of us can be, you know, part of the conversation of, you know, bringing us together. So certainly, you know, um, aligning with the various communities, just like we've had Condoleezza Rice, we've right. had Mark Cuban, you know, and, they, you know, and it's, uh, you know, in 10 years of deploying this high caliber events, um, certainly, you know, we've, we've kind of, you know, uh, we could have created, you know, um, conversations to, to be exclusive, but in, in, in the history we've, uh, proven to be pretty inclusive and diverse. Yep. You know, John, excuse me. Hey, John, I, you you see, you say Jacqueline Ruiz. Is this Jacqueline? Is are, is your name Jacqueline Camacho? Are you do you guys go also go by Camacho as well, or is that a different person? Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. <laughs> so you know, so yeah. you definitely know who I am, Jacqueline. Okay. Yeah, Todd Swish. Todd Swish, CEO of Game Changers Corp. Ultra conservative, not far left. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah. But 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 I but I think I think I think I think what you guys have to understand, Justin University doesn't get involved in politics. It's not a political thing for them. That's why it's called the World Leaders Forum Inspirational Service series. It's about bringing people together to to inspire people to to do better and and to make the world a better place. That's what this. That's what this. And that's why Jacqueline is, is here on the show. She's here to, to talk about inspiration and how. How I mean, look at I mean, look at her life. She's she has a very inspirational life. She's survived cancer. She's a pilot, and um, has written twenty seven books. Four on the way. I don't know how she's doing it, <laughs> but she's doing it. So, and the event is going to be held Friday, April eighth. Did I say it right? The Herrick Chapel. Yes, you the, said it correctly, and now it's a beautiful <laughs> space that I think is going to be very conducive to some amazing, inclusive conversations. And I cannot wait. I hope I see all of you there. I will be and there. Of course, we invite the rest of the community to, to join us in this conversation. And excited for the rest of the events that we have coming up. We're going to have a cold filing uh, coming up. We're going to have co- uh, conversations with Mark Varga. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, the, the, the big event, which is our World Leaders Forum. With, uh, you know, I cannot wait until uh, we reveal the next guest. Oh, I thought you were going to give us a sneak peek of who it would be. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm allowed at okay. this uh, <laughs> Jacqueline Ruiz, thanks so much for joining Black and Right. Uh, the event will be held, the World, Se- World Leaders Forum Inspirational Series featuring Edward James Olmos, 
hosted by entrepreneur Jacqueline Ruiz, will be Friday, April 8th at 4 p.m. Go get your tickets at justinnu.edu, WLF Inspiration. Uh, thank you so much for joining Black and Right. Thank you, Jacqueline. Thank you so much. Okay, <laughs> take care. All right. Take care. All right. Uh, you're listening to Black and Right Radio on AM560 The Answer. Don't be looking at me with those little beetle beady uh, eyes. I didn't say nothing. We'll, 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 we'll be right back. Mine are better. We'll be right back. My dog is better. Do you want to come and get it? It's Keaton, baby girl. Black and Right continues on AM560. Once again, here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560. What are you looking at me with those little beady eyes for? I, I just want to tell everybody, <laughs> uh, I just got beat up by John in the intermission, and I want to tell the young lady that I was not trying to attack attack you. I was just putting everything in context from what I was hearing. Yeah. So I want to make a public apology. No. If that you, wasn't a political. If, you, yeah, yeah, if you're was. offended. You didn't attack her, bro. I didn't. No, you did not. No, John whatever. thinks, no. John hey, thinks hey, I did. Just, this is called black and right. With okay? who? John Truth. Anthony. Truth. With John Anthony. Truth. With John Anthony. <laughs> yes. Truth. No, but that, that but that wasn't that was not a political segment. That's my point, and and I and I didn't tell you that. No, right. So that's 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 on me. You know me, man. You know me, but but you also know me. When I bring uh, in people, who, and, and it's not a political segment, I don't like to go to politics with them. You know that. Yeah, I, I told know. you about that. I know. We we've discussed that. So I I don't when it, when it comes to bringing people in that it's not political. I don't like to go political because but you, you know when I hear certain dog whistle words, I'll especially being because you're a purist, especially right. being ultra conservative Republicans. When I'm not hear, an ultra conservative. I, I am though. But I'm I, not. No, but okay, Republican. Yeah. yeah. When you hear something far left, yeah. You know the spidey senses go off. Yeah, yeah. that's my okay, word. That's, that's mine. All right. Spidey right, senses. Let's, let's talk about what you the game changers core values. You wanted to talk about. Th- that? Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, the reason why. So Game Changers Corp. was started in 2012. But one of the most important things are the core values that I instilled, that I infused upon inception. Core value number one, bad company corrupts good habits. Now, what I mean by that is that we're all sinners, but there are people out there that have impure motives. They have a hidden agenda. They're all about themselves. They're not about the vision. I just call them dark principalities, Okay. So one of our rules of thumb is we don't care how much money you have. We don't care how big your network is. If you are of the darkness, we will not bring you on as a partner or even a customer. Because once you are a client, because once you allow a malignancy into your culture, it will metastasize and destroy everything. So can I, can I, can I ask you a question then? Sure you can. So... How does how how do you how do you combat that with Jesus hanging out with people who were of ill repute? Jesus hung out with them. That was not his inner circle. My okay. community is my inner circle. Oh, okay. Yeah. The distinction. Okay. They're good. Yeah. There's a distinction. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't hear the distinction. I'm sorry. No, 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 no problem. No. So, uh, so culture, C- culture trumps everything. One of the things when you come to a game changer, game changer, game changers court production is, you ever been to a production or an event and like people are having their own event within an event. They're like narcissistic things, thinks, you know, their ex doesn't stink. You know, no, seriously. You know, when you come to a game changers court production, it's the people that make up the production. So it's the buzz, the light. That's what we call it. The light. And 
no jerks allowed. If someone is a jerk, they're escorted by uh, my security guard, Chris. Uh-huh. Who's, Big guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he works at, uh, what is it, uh, Always Be Live or the, the, the nightclub in uh, Burridge next to Capri. Yeah. But anyway, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, always like, yeah. But anyway, uh, core value number number two is, um, you know, we're all about processes, infrastructure, foundation. You know, there are four things I typically say. You know, today and in, in today's society, everybody wants to eat, but no one wants to chew. You know, Ooh. everybody wants to go from A to D without doing B and C. Why? Because they're too anxious. Yeah. Or. B, they don't know how to, and they don't care to know or the how co- to. Or the culture has taught them okay. you can go from A to D okay. now without, without the, right? Right. Well, yeah, with well, the, the messed up culture. Yeah, the whole okay. microwave society. You know, another thing, yeah, the micro- you, know, you know what I say? I said you can't put cake batter in a microwave. You can't. Okay? You cannot build a skyscraper on a foundation of a shack. So we're <laughs> all about operational infrastructure, making sure that our Im- operational infrastructure is sound, but also working with our partners and our clients to make sure that their operational infrastructure is sound. Yeah. And last but not least, so number one, culture, number two, foundation, infrastructure, and number three, we are a relationship-based company, okay? You cannot be both. You're either relationship or transactional. Yeah. You, you, there's no such thing yeah. as hybrid. So I tell people, stop stepping over a dollar to get to a nickel. Sometimes the most matter of fact, all the time, the relationship takes precedence over the transaction. Ninety five percent. That's actually good. I, I yeah. agree with that. Yeah. I definitely agree with that. And that and, and and honestly, that's why I won't change. I won't change the integrity of the show. I don't go after people. Mm-hmm. I just don't do it. It's not. It's not. It's not in my DNA. That's why I, you know I'll 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 talk. I'll tackle policy issues with people all day, every day. But I just you know that you know that you've you've been here long enough to know. But you're right. Don't step over a dollar for a nickel. Yeah, yeah. So many people do it. Because my, my Rolodex, I have a Rolodex that would choke a hippo. And the reason why I have a Rolodex, <laughs> choke a hippo. And, and, an exa- and a C-suite Rolodex that will choke a hippo. And the reason why is because I'm not nickeling and dying them. The relationship is more important than two to $3,000 a month. Right. Now, what's the next principle? So there was three. Oh, there was three. Okay, you got Culture, you yeah. infrastructure, and relationship. Relationship. Oh, I like it, mm-hmm. sir. Seer. Seer. <laughs> I like that. What? I say pick a lane. You know, you got culture. That's a big one. Social issues. That's my that's my cup of tea. Then you got policy and you got politics. Mm-hmm. See, I do I do policy and I do social issues because politics can go either way, wishy-washy. And we got culture. It's a big one. But right now, the made-up culture you, but you of the left. you can't separate policy the, and the, politics. The, the, the made-up culture. Of today is overtaking American culture, but you, you, you can't. But you can't separate any of that because if you got enough all, people that can set the right policy, it's all we can connected. move in the right direction. It's all connected today. Policy, culture, and politics are all connected. And you know who's they driving are, it? Polit- politicians are driving it. They're driving it because they're afraid and cowards. They're all connected. We'll be right back. Jim, hold the line. We'll be right back. I love my dog just like I'm Peter. Got up a Back to Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the troublemaker and Mr. CEO himself, Todd Swish. Swish. 
that. All right, you want you want to wait? Let's let's get let's 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 go to Jim because Valon has a bone to pick with me, and I have to apologize about this. <laughs> it's about the New York mayor, um, Jim. Welcome to Black and Right, buddy. Also a sponsor of this show, Best Dental. Hi. Yes, sir. And Bartlett, how you guys doing? All I'm right, all right, all right, all right. Well, first of all, I have some tragic news to report. Uh oh. It's being reported that Will Smith resigned from the Academy. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, Ooh. A, a national tragedy. <laughs> yeah, but they, but they said that he still can be nominated for an Oscar, so he just can't vote. That's all. Yeah, uh, who cares? <laughs> I say boycott Hollywood. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, well, I just wanted to uh, share some information. You know, there's a full court press by the left to indoctrinate our children. I was just reading about a story. Some school in, New, in uh, Connecticut, uh, they were giving these children uh, puberty blockers, hormone blockers, without their parents' consent. What? And yeah. you're seeing, no, it's, it's terrible. It's been published. And also, this is the whole thing with trying to smear the sexes where, you know, little boys and girls can be the same and, you know, this sort of thing. And what these people are trying to do is destroy the fabric of our society by taking over our children's minds. This is why we have to stand up, give them the big middle finger, and say no. Yeah. This is just, this is why you saw the thing, the results in Virginia, and we have to do this nationwide because yeah. these kind of people want to create a society where 20 years Kids from now don't know. won't recognize their parents. As right. a they of, don't know. As a matter of fact, Jim, I just had this argument with Ricky, Ricky. today. Why didn't you call and back me up, man? <laughs> Oh, Ricky the Henna and I didn't call yeah. each other this morning. Yeah, I know he you didn't call. Wasn't listening. Um, he probably wasn't listening. He was the one that sent me the message saying that his show was back on. I thought me and you was going right. to gang up on him today. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I, I'm actually in Arizona. I'm at a, 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 a dental retreat back here. Oh, so. Where? You, where in Arizona? Where? I'm in Phoenix. Okay, so my home. So I have, my other home is uh, about a mile south of the Boulders Resort in North Scottsdale. Okay, yeah, actually, I'm in Scottsdale. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hobnobbing well, with we'll the sun. North Scottsdale. Well, he's, he's hobnobbing with the sun while it's snowing out here right now. That's okay. On the 29th <laughs> and, and of April. Later tonight, I'm, uh, on the 29th I'm of April, I'll be in Valley. Vegas for four days. Whatever. All right, Jim. Thanks so much for calling, okay. Jim. All right, guys. Be good. Is it Mikel? Mikel. Mikel. Mikel, welcome to Black Mike, and Right. Mikel. Mikel, what's going hey, on? Hey, hey. Hey, man, I love the title of the show, Black and Right. I Thank love you. that, man. Thank you. I appreciate awesome. it. What's going on, bud? Hey, uh, well, hey, listen, I heard uh, the awesome, I know the CEO, Todd Swish, <laughs> uh, and I just had to call in and say, hey, Todd, it's good to hear your voice again, man, and uh, just had to give a story out there, man. Todd is one of the most connected guys I know, and I know a lot of cats. Yeah. And I have to say, man, I owe you a lot, Todd Swish, because – because of you, I had closed one of the biggest deals of my career, and it netted me over six hundred grand for the year. What's your career? Uh, messing with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I do sales and marketing, and he put me in c- contact with a company out of uh, what was it, Todd? Out of Utah. Uh, no, Utah? don't mention out of Utah, Salt yeah. Lake City. Yeah. You want to mention yeah, your company? Yeah, you, can, Utah, you can mention this company. I mean, you can mention your company. What yeah. company? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, my company is uh, Thrive Capital Solutions. Uh-huh. Thrive Capital Solutions. And right now I, um, I, I'm between uh, Chicago and Florida. I just got back from Florida. But I, I just had to give a shout out to Todd for being so connected. I mean, one call from one of his, his Rolodex will change your life. And I have pictures proof. I'm not just talking. 
Uh, uh, he connected me with a CEO of a company. We went golfing, and we stoked the deal, uh, 60, 60, well, a nice amount per month. And, and um, I just owe a lot to you, Todd, and I appreciate you, man. Uh, thanks so much for calling. And um, please continue to listen to the show. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. All right. Take care. Todd, man, you're, you're the guy. I appreciate you, man. Well, it wasn't enough time for me to, to ask him, him this question. What is bringing you guys from Florida back here to, to I, Chicago? I told you. I need to go to Bellevue. Wait, answer that question <laughs> in the third hour. We'll be right back. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in. Yeah, coming in hot, just like the fajita, I write what I live, my life in the speaker, I'm nice with the flow. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560, I'm your host, John Anthony, live in the studio with the troublemaker himself, uh, <laughs> I almost did it, I almost did it, I almost did it, I'm not gonna do it, Thank you. the troublemaker himself, Milan Galloway, and Mr. CEO, actually I came up with a nickname for him? Mr. CEO, Todd Swish, baby. Um, we said we were going to get on something, right? Wait, what was it? Oh, oh, I, I wanted to double oh, down. Eric Adams. Oh, Eric Adams. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah you, I, go ahead. I'll, I'll, I'm, I'll, I told John yeah. so many months ago, right when this guy got elected, I said, you know what? The veil will come down. The curtain call will come. Eric Adams, the mayor of New York, has oh, proved God. himself to be a leftist. See, John is going to always support the police and give them the benefit of the doubt. That's good. But he's all in with leftist policies, just like this one, masking kids, five years old, six years old, seven years old, and they're not the one causing the problem. Are you done? Yeah. Are you done? I got that off my chest. Guess what? <laughs> what? You were right. I was oh, wrong. thank you. Ooh, I, I have I like no this. problem saying wow. I was I was wrong. But you know what, Todd? So Valon is also known by Red. Oh, oh God! Red. He just wanted to steal my thunder. He wanted to deflate I, my chest. I, I That's to, all I he wanted to do. I had to deflate it. No, but you, you, <laughs> you are right. You are right. I was wrong um, because when I, I was watching how Eric Adams ran as a candidate, mm-hmm. and he's completely done a whole one hundred. Is he one one eighty? Is it 360, 180, it don't uh, matter. I mean, he's compl- the candidate Adams was nowhere near the uh, is nowhere near the mayor. He actual, you know, in office. I mean, he's totally. I mean, the whole law and order platform he ran on is just he just threw it out the window. Yeah, he he showed his true colors when he met with Lori Lightfoot to talk about solving crime. What crime has she solved? None. Okay, so why would you meet with that mayor? You would meet with a mayor that's what? actually doing something. Amen. Right. Right. <laughs> Todd, so yeah, I know you got to go. Yeah, uh, after, after hey, so a couple of things. So yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna throw it out there. All so, right. Game Changers Corp is going to be a sponsor of your show. Really? Yeah, yeah. Nice. So you know, just uh, 
I'm about to take the checkbook out of the credit card. Okay. Yeah. I would, I'd love to be on your show. I, I love the transparency. Yeah. Um, I'll be back anytime you want me. All right. Um, I'm headed to, I just want to two things and then I'm gonna get out of here, but I'm headed to meet Jen Koffel over at, uh, for a late lunch over at the, uh, um, Gibson's, uh-huh. uh, in Oak Brook. Jen Koffel, I mean, she's, she's a bad girl. Yeah. She'll add, I looked her up after you posted She her. will add one to do two zeros on your check in less than six months. Yeah. It's her messaging. And then last but not least, John, you're, you're, I think you got to work, but John, you got to come out to Northbrook at uh, four thirty p.m. Yeah. You know where uh, DK Med Spa is having the launch, right? And I filled it with the Game Changers community of C-suite executives can, and can very, do, can, very attractive people. Can you do anything down in the Joliet area? <laughs> you know, come on, bro. You know I'm not. I know. I know Ultra I know. conservative Republican Bible based black snob. Know. You know. Oh man. <laughs> you just talked about my city. You just slapped my city. Yeah. You just yeah. my city. Man, cow called it toilet. Yeah, I know. It's going to be like if I say that, going to be like Charles Barkley when Charles Barkley talked about San Antonio. Yeah. I don't want to talk about Elgin yeah. or um. So, or so, Joliet. So, Todd, here's a question. Yes, you, you 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 know you got you got those CEOs out there who who they're looking for that way out uh or they need help. What advice would you give to that that young struggling CEO right now? I think that well, let me answer it this way. I think the main problem with our society and this I can answer it this way. It's it wasn't covid. The main problem with our society, i.e. Western civilization, is uh, a spirit of codependency. Mm. Can't be a leader if you're codependent. And you can't be a leader if, uh, uh, a leader if you're not accountable. Okay. So one of the things about me, see, a lot of people, I'm probably one of the most misread, misread people on social media. People say, oh, he's arrogant, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they don't realize that one of my anchor precepts is, Look at the piece of lumber in your eye mm. as opposed to the sliver in your brother's or sister's eye. Right. But see, the, all they do is they see the black, verbose, educated black man. Right. And they don't see the other precepts. Hey, you said black. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah. That's, he sorry, said African-American yeah. first. He said black. Yeah, black. Yeah. Well, you're, now I'm kind of loose, you know. <laughs> but, you know, that's it. Uh, uh, no, I'm, uh, I'm accountable and, uh, and definitely not codependent. Yeah. And you cannot be a leader. Uh, you know, people, you know, one of the things we were talking about. Today, people don't care about being right. They're more concerned about not being wrong. And so they don't get us ostracized yeah. from that dark group. Yeah. yeah. And, and what I say about the media, the media can care less about being right. They just want to be first. Mm-hmm. A lot of people just exactly. want to be first. Right. They don't care what, what, what they leave in the, behind them. They just want to be first. They want to, they want to be at the top. Go ahead. And they're pushing an agenda because they're trying to further the Obama fantasy. The fundamental change yeah, of transformation, transformation, change. Fundamentally, he said he wanted to fundamentally transform yeah. America, mm-hmm. yeah. and he, and and you're right, he's done it. But I'm gonna go. I see you. Uh, you keep looking at the call line. Uh, your buddy Mitchell, welcome back to Black and Right. Hey Mitchell, before you do your thing, I was counting on you to help me beat up Ricky this morning. We got to put the four amigos back together. You, me, okay. Jim, and 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 uh, right, Mike, the city go. worker. Go ahead, Mitchell. Where is that? Is, is that show? What is that? Where's that show located? Can you call in or what? Yeah, is, what is it's it, a Ricky show on eight twenty. You can you can call him at eight o'clock in the morning on uh, Saturdays. Okay. today. 
Okay, I will, I will do that Eight for sure. Thank you for the update. Um, um, I wanted to bring to your attention, you guys, both John and Verlon. You guys are very intelligent. But let me tell you about the race to the bottom of vapidness, okay? 25 years ago, we have a problem where technology has a dark side. Your guest was talking about how there's no process. Well, of course not, because in the classrooms, these public schools, all right, you have kids that are addicted to their video games. They're, yep. they're Snapchatting. Mm-hmm. Yep. They're basically uh, taking selfies, and they're not doing the work. Yep. The teachers gave up their power. The only care about is their pensions. And let me tell you something. I saw firsthand, okay, in my municipality, the, the, what I call the race to the bottom of corruption these pop, of these uh, public schools. They sweep all of their problems under the carpet so nobody knows mm. what's going on. It is a big, I'm talking a systemic problem that nobody wants to talk about. And these kids are bullies, except for like the 1% that are like in the advanced, the honors program. But that's, that's a minority. And the fact of the matter is these kids can't tell you who LB was, or how the World War II ended, or what happened during Vietnam. I am telling you, they can't even write a check. And now <laughs> they can't. They can't. <laughs> they don't even know who Jesus Christ they is. No, they have no. They have zero. No clue. Let me tell you something. These parents, these parents are equally what I call culpable because mm. this technology thing comes down to it. Basically, creates the sheep. The sheep isn't that critical thing mm. to John mm. Furlan. No, yeah. what they are, it's about basically exactly to what Obama wanted. He saw that technology was going to be the most addictive thing mm. since heroin, and that's what they're addicted to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh kids, my God! Uh, yeah. is... or even young adults to be critical thinkers and basically have a critical mind and know oh. the difference between right and wrong? Why, why do you see there's a problem? Because it's about the technology. Do you hear what I'm exactly. saying here, Daddy-O? Exactly. Daddy-O! Hey, Ver- hey Verlon, you know hey, this guy? This guy? Wait, oh, wait, no, wait, connect hey, me. Hey. Oh, this guy. Oh, I, you got me excited. Uh, oh, I guys, forgot guys, about guys, Verlon. Hey, Mitchell, thanks so much for calling, brother. Every time, I just shut up when Mitchell's on the, on the line. <laughs> Mitchell's the bomb. I just I shut love up. you, Mitchell. Thank you so much for calling, Mitchell. Um, Todd, people are asking, where can they find you? Um... You know what? Um, Game Changers Corp. Just go to Facebook and type in Game Changers Corp. Three three separate words. Game Changers Corp. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's- oh, you know, email address. This is a, well. My my name. My last name is so hard. But uh, swish. Yeah. But it's uh, first name last name at allergy one two three dot com. So not only am I the CEO of Game Changers Corp., but also uh, Rev- Chief Revenue Officer for the number one allergy testing company in the United States. What don't you do? Sleep. <laughs> oh, that day, that's oh. real, yeah. What do you say you average? How many hours? Four to five. Yeah, I got about four. Oh, you, better, you better than me. I four get two, f- two and a half. Yeah. I get two, two and a half. You talking about four or five, I'll be in heaven. You're right, Marge. The tyranny of big tech. That's what's going to... I mean, metaverse. Uh, dude, these are kingdoms. Twitter, they're kingdoms. They're they're, they're they're nations. Yeah, that's true. They're nations, and that's why we got to do something. We got to do something. We have to do something. Our, our Congress, our inept Congress, got to do something. That's why I'm hoping the adults take over in 2022. Todd, thanks so much for joining us, brother. Thank you, man. I really appreciate I, I it. Really enjoyed it. Any yeah. Time, please, please bring me back. Yeah, you will. <laughs> you listening to Black and Right? We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM 560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM 560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the troublemaker himself, Verlon Galloway. 
What's going on? What we gonna do first? Because I do want to give a shameless plug to somebody. I know that I promise I will never say another stupid thing about again. Oh, speaking of, and and this person is running for Congress, right? That's right, Sarah Palin. After that seeing, right? oh no, because uh, our next guest. I just told you that. Did you just miss out? Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> because our next guest is also running for Congress. Um, I I I heard of our next guest many a times through. Don Wilson up in uh, the Waukegan, North Chicago, North Chicago area. And I actually got a chance to actually be interviewed by our next guest at CPAC of all places. Wow. Yeah. And it, it was at the time when he had the Mike Coolidge show. Hmm. And I sat there and we were talking and you know, I was telling him I was from Illinois. He's like, hey, let's sit down. Let's have a conversation. And he interviewed me. And I'll never forget that. You know, you never forget kindness when people extend kindness to you. It's like. Man, I'm nobody now. He's like, oh yeah, you're from Illinois. I want to talk to you. Okay. And we had a we had a really, 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 really good uh, interview. And I didn't know I didn't because I live in the 14th congressional district, the, the congressional district where he's running. So I've been looking up a lot of the people, different people that are running for the 14th. I think we have a thousand people that are running right now to unseat Lauren Underwood. No, I'm just kidding. We don't have a thousand. <laughs> Uh, we maybe have three or four, four or five. I, Michael, let me know because I'm sure he knows. But he's, you know, he, he's a he was an army captain when he left the army. Um, he went to Boston University, and he also went and got went to Northwestern University as well. So this guy, he's a smart guy. Uh, he's very articulate. Uh, I'm just I'm just saying that because no, I'm just kidding. I won't say that. <laughs> he fought. <laughs> shut up, Belon. Mike, you know radio. Mike, welcome to Black and White. You know. Especially when you got somebody that's a guest co-host in here, they say things or give you little, <laughs> little looks that that, yeah. that throw you off. You know that better than I do. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, you're building me up too much. Yeah. Uh, the, the the bar's too high. No, I appreciate you having me on, John. And your show, by the way, is fantastic. Milan brings Thank an you. awesome kind of spice to it, and uh, I listened to your show last week too, which was yeah. awesome and. And I know you had Stacey Washington on yes. earlier uh, as well, a fellow veteran, a fellow radio yes. host. She and I have had many conversations at CPAC. And yes. no, I'm super, super excited to, to be on the show. I miss doing my radio show a little bit, but uh, I love running for Congress more. There's a big election, obviously, coming up. And yeah, uh, yeah just to correct you, there's not a thousand people running, there's 900 people running. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just a few. Yeah, just, just a few. few <laughs> yeah. But, 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 but. No, I mean, it does. Sh- Oh, go ahead. So, so my my, my question is because I, I I always pose this question somebody because I've I've served in 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 state office as a state representative yes. and, and I always say to myself why are you running <laughs> did did you go get checked <laughs> because <laughs> because I'm, because politics is a brutal sport it's a blood sport and and it's 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 not you don't run based upon what you want to do and the policies that you want to do it's all personal attacks it's all this. Uh, what 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 made Mike Coolidge leave a very successful radio show to say I'm going to run for Congress in the 14th congressional district to unseat Lauren Underwood? That is a fantastic question, and it's the brunt of it everything of everything really. You know why are we in the state we're in in this country right now with gas prices through the roof and with inflation rising and our border a complete people coming in in droves 7,000 people uh, a month they're talking about it's it's insane yeah and I said there's 
got to be a way to do something about this. And with this election coming up, uh, I mean, we're going to have a wave of Republicans coming in, setting the stage for the next decade, yeah. really. From your and lips I, to I know God's you talk here. on the show. I, I hope so, man. And you're, you know, I've heard you use the term on your show, the Great Awakening. Yeah. Uh, I've lived in Illinois for 22 years. I have never felt more optimistic about our chances uh, with not just the state, but with our congressional yeah. delegation. I mean, we could have anywhere from from five to eight congressmen in the fall uh, who are wow. Republican. Yes. And I think I have the uh, wherewithal, the ability, the political acumen and the uh, experience to be a leader in Congress, not just somebody, you know, uh, punching the clock and coming back and forth to the district and just doing, you know, the kind of, all right, uh, what's everyone want to do? No, we have a, a, a major change that's about to happen in the direction of our country, and I want to be a part of it. How you doing, Mr. Coolidge? Uh, now, you know what I'm about to say, but I'm going to say it anyway. You notice the cards are stacked against you. With Johnny on the spot registration, you don't need ID to vote. But can Republicans get one concession? Can we get the mail-in ballots counted first? I hate that they get a month, two, three weeks to a month to count the mail-in ballots. And next thing you know, we got another Democrat in office. Can we get that concession? How can we make that happen? Mail-in ballots counted first so we'll know where we are. I am. You're totally right. The state's... And the counties have the purveyance over the voting process and how it's done. Unfortunately, there's not a whole lot we can do at the congressional level because in the Constitution, it specifically says states control elections and and that whole process. But you're absolutely right. Uh, My gosh, I mean, what was it, just 10 years ago, the whole concept of of vast majorities of mail-in votes happening in any election would just be unheard of. It was usually just military overseas, maybe a couple of uh, you know people who just moved. They need to draw absentee ballots. We counted the ballots all at the same time. We knew the election results at night, but right. yeah. That's, that's, uh, that's when it was that's called election day. Problem. Right. That's when it was called election yeah, day, not exactly. election month. Uh, not, not, we not, not, need to get back yeah. Now, now you saw Overweiss had the, had the race won, and two, three weeks later, well, here we go, Underwood. I don't. I hate that. I can't stand it. You lose the the integrity of the vote. People feel like they vote don't doesn't matter. Well, I will tell you, I will tell all of your listeners this. That's not going to be uh, the same situation in these elections in June. June twenty eighth is the primary, and then the general election on November eighth. It there, not a whole lot has changed, but because we don't have this crazy pandemic. Uh, situation right. where uh, people are just given the cr- crazy amount of leeway to stuff. Oh, let's let's count the ballots 14 days after they're done. Let's count them 24 days after they're done. Right. Uh, we're going to have a lot more election judges, which we're really encouraging people yeah. to sign up to do to make things as transparent as possible. So uh, it's a huge issue. You're right. Uh, the biggest thing is to talk to your state representatives, your state senators, and your uh, county officials and make yeah. sure that voting uh, and the counting especially is transparent. Yeah, and, and, Mike, um, wh- you you look at everybody that's running. What makes Mike Coolidge stand out? To, I mean, when you look at – I mean, I'm a, I'm a 14th district um, voter, so I will have a vote in this yes. in this election. What makes you stand out amongst the rest of the people that are running? Why should Why should I vote? 
And why should all the rest of the voters of the 14th vote for Mike Coolidge? The biggest thing that separates me from everyone else is the fact that I'm a veteran. I'm the only one of the candidates, including Lauren Underwood, who has served in the military. And I always say you don't have to have served in the military, obviously, to be a patriot. But it does help you to have worn the uniform and have been overseas in a combat zone when you are in a committee room talking to and asking hard questions to some of these leaders of our military and State Department officials. Sometimes they want to put the wool over your eyes and you need to have the confidence and the experience to ask them tough questions. That's number one. Number two, I have been a leader and a conservative activist my entire adult life. You know, we talked at CPAC. We talked at other events as well. I, I went to CPAC 13 straight years. I know these issues. I talked about them daily on my show. But on top of that, I did things outside of my show. I right. was a precinct committeeman for 10 years. I emceed back the blue rallies. I have knocked on doors for other candidates. I've sat on various boards. We're very active in our church uh, in DeKalb. I know these issues and I'm not going to uh, be like a deer in my headlights or a deer in the headlights uh, when I get to DC. I have an agenda that is going to get our uh, country back on track with the new Republican Congress securing the border, fighting inflation, keeping families safe, parents' rights in schools. These are going to be the big election topics and issues in November, and mm-hmm. we're on the right side of them. I agree with that. Where can people find you? we got about 20 seconds left. Where can people find you? You got any events coming up? Yes, Coolidge.com. Coolidge is spelled with a K, K-O-O-L-I-D-G-E. April 14th, Jeannie Ives is going to be at our grand opening for our campaign headquarters. Thanks for having me on, John. Really? Jeannie, you know, Jeannie, that's my girl. I love my Jeannie Ives. Uh, Mike Coolidge, uh, candidate for the 14th Congressional District. Thanks so much for joining Black and Right. That was a K. With a K. Thank Coolidge. You, John. All right, thank you, buddy. Look at who's on the line. I know, I see a Philip. <laughs> Hold the line, we'll take you when we get back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony uh, on AM 560. The answer. Sub no. Stop. Drop. Shut them down. Open up shop. Oh. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM 560. The answer. Glad to be joined by my buddy, the troublemaker. I'm not going to do it. No red velvet. No, no red velvet. <laughs> I won't do Red Velvet again. I promise. Now, Thank you. DJ Pete, on the other hand, he's a DJ, so you never know what DJ Pete. I don't think do. DJ Pete likes Red Velvet. Uh, all right. Well, you ready? I'm ready. All right. Philip from Blue Island. Mm. <laughs> What's up, buddy? Mm. <laughs> we got to take deep breaths before <laughs> you call, bro. <laughs> <laughs> got to take a break before you call. I see. What's happening? What's happening? How you doing, buddy? Uh,. I'm doing okay. Uh, something going on here with my sound. Let me try to figure it out right quick. Okay. I'm hearing, hearing too. I just uh, want to ask you, Phil. This. Phil, why, yeah, why, why, why do you want to attack Herschel Walker? He's such a good guy. I don't care if he's a good guy, but he's a liar. He's proven himself to be. Well, what do you mean? Yeah, explain right? that. Yeah. So if he's, if he's running around for years and years saying that he graduated – 
at the top of his class, I think the University of Georgia. We got somewhere. a president of the United States of America right, right. now. He said the same thing. Well, no, 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 let's not do what about ism until I get finished. Okay, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know that's right, all you right. got. He's right. He's right. He's right. I know that's all you got. So, uh, but he's been going around for years saying that. I mean, he's had plenty of opportunity and plenty of chances and plenty of microphones in his face to say, uh, uh, well, look, I've been telling this little thing about my college and uh, I, I need to correct the record. He hasn't done that. A uh, fact checker have to go out and find it, especially if he he uh, uh, he declares himself eligible or he's going to run for um, a Congress in Georgia. Especially, you know, because you know uh, uh, your boy Trump is is pumping him up and everything. <laughs> so, my problem is that you know, if I want to vote for Republicans, I can't uh, consciously do it. Uh, knowing that, okay, the Democrats are lying to me and the Republicans are lying to me, where do I go? See, this is always going to be my argument. Why are you so attacking this black man? You attacking a have black I, man right now. I have not even attacked him once. You called him a liar. liar. A, <laughs> okay, okay, let me ask it to you this way, Verline. Did uh, uh, Herschel Walker lie about his college? Uh-oh. Uh, uh, Uh-oh. I don't know. I haven't Did checked. I haven't checked into his college records. It seemed okay, like okay. Wait a minute. Stop right there. So you uh, and I have, and so I have some information that you don't know. What did he lie so about? I can call him a liar where you can. Okay. Where Where did he lie about his college record in particular? His grade he, point average? What he lied everywhere. Everywhere he Everywhere he was going, he's saying he was he graduated number number one in his class. It's a lie. I don't no, know. He, no, the no, fact he, that he no. didn't even he didn't say number one. He said the top one percent. Okay, so uh, thank you. At least you you are informed. You need to inform that guy over there that got that. Hey, I don't do celebrity you know, politics. See, I don't follow number six celebrity. religiously no. like a lot of people. I don't live my life vicariously through celebrities. Y'all tame today, though. We're talking. <laughs> we're talking. We're talking politics. I know. I follow. I follow politicians and people that's in office that are making law that governs my life and hinders my life and my family's life and taxes me a third of my salary right now. When I look at my paycheck, okay. Okay. I'm not worried okay. about okay. Herschel Walker and his grade point average. We still ain't never seen really Obama's not. grade point average. We never, we still ain't seen it. We still ain't seen his college records. What about him? Do you <laughs> want to see it? Wait a minute. Let me ask you this. Do you want to see it? No, I don't care. Just like I don't care about Herschel Walker's oh, you don't grade care? point average. So why you bring care. it up? Come I, on, never, I never said anything till today about Obama's college records. But I do know the, the president that's in office right now plagiarized everybody. And recently, he kind of stole something from somebody, a phrase from somebody. Yeah, Ronald Reagan. Yeah, Ronald Reagan. He's yeah. a plagiarist. Okay, so talk about the one that you but voted again, for. See, see, but again, folks that's on the right, see, y'all, again, like I said at the beginning, y'all want to do whataboutism, but the people on the right, you don't even know about them. But these are the people that you support. I like them. You don't em. support Herschel Walker. I like them. I can't vote okay, in Georgia, what do you but like if about I could, him? if I could, I'll vote for him. What, what, wasn't, what the like whole, wasn't the whole issue that he, he didn't graduate? Wasn't that he, he – I'm, I'm only no, seeing, lied I'm only his, seeing leftist, leftist publications talking about it. I haven't seen anybody <clears throat> on the on the right or – Oh, well, okay. 
Well, that's uh-huh. the way it is. I mean, of course, the right is going to support her, so they're going to they're going to they're going to sweep that under the rug. And you know what? You know right? who they're else? going to say. And, and you know who else? I'm going to support. I'm going to support Sarah Palin coming up in this oh. election. And I apologize to Sarah Palin for talking about her. I bought into the media all those years ago. Sarah, Girl after after Girl seeing Girl this disgrace that's in office right now with this old child book talking vice president uh, uh, Kamala Harris and this dimwit that we have as president I'm supporting Sarah Palin wholeheartedly uh, hopefully she wins uh, and in two years she takes out uh, Lisa Murkowski that other dimwit uh, and she's a Republican <laughs> so I'm talking about Republican and Democrat <laughs> <laughs> okay, I know, I know, I know. See, this is this is this is how somebody who only gets three to four hours—no, two to three hours of sleep uh, each night. This now, is good, you was listening. Good, you was listening. Yeah, I know. I'm okay, wound can he up. talk? Can he talk? No, man, I'm telling you, man, he's getting me wound up. Oh, so that's how you gonna calm me down? You gonna play Red Velvet? That ain't Red Velvet. That's Black Velvet. <laughs> yeah. See, I know. I see. Hey, let me like this, John. Go ahead, John. You got ten seconds. John, real important before I go. Ten seconds. Look, last time I talked to y'all was two weeks ago. Yeah. I had a stroke. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no, Phil! I've been in the hospital for two weeks. We gotta go to break though. We have. Hold on, hold on, we'll be right back. Now, more Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio, but we want to get right back to this Phil from Blue Island. Uh, he gave us a little scare there. Phil, welcome back. Now, yeah, what, yeah, what, what, it, it what was happened? a little. It was a little scary. It was about um, again two weeks ago, and I was at work, and all of a sudden I lost my equilibrium, and um, and it progressively got worse during the night. So Sunday morning, I made my way out to to uh, to the hospital. Yeah. Um, but since then, I've been able to. Uh, I'm working on re-strengthening my left arm and my left leg, and uh, things are coming along pretty well. I, I leave yeah. here on six, then I go into uh, more uh, therapy. Um, so it's 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 going to be a good? process, but. Oh, I'm, I am. Can you hear? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, I can. Yeah. He doesn't, I don't not, know why you Can you feel me? <laughs> he's not talking with that I can slur. put it with a lot. Yeah. I know a lot of people but, but, talk with right. a slur after right. a stroke. So that, that's good to hear oh, that you're yeah. doing all right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I appreciate it. So I don't want to hold you, but I just wanted to tell Verlon because we talked about him busting veins and all this stuff. And I'm sitting there like, <laughs> and I'm the one end up having a stroke, right? Right. So let's, uh, you know, well, so you take care uh, of yourself, let's, let's buddy. get the rest we need. Yes, sir. I say I'll be in touch. Because guess what? Hey, Phil, we can disagree and, yes, and yell and scream at each other, but, yeah. you know, that's yeah. that's the water's edge. I, you know, I, I don't wish oh, yeah. ill will on anybody. So. No, no, me either. I appreciate you every time you call in. I know a lot. Of, I know I know you You may not get that on a lot of other shows. but Trust me, Phil. I take care of people for a living. I don't want to see nobody in Yeah, pain. that's true, Phil. You take care yeah. and, and, and know, rest and, up. And for, and for the haters out there, more power to you. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay. Go on, get out of here. <laughs> All right, let's go to the man on the street. Man on the street, what's going on, brother? Mark? Hello there, John and Verlon. What's going on, Mark? Blue Velvet on today. Is that yeah. Blue Velvet I see? I'm watching on the Facebook Live. You guys look great out there. Thank oh, you. thanks, man. No, he's got his, his, his my uh, nursing scrubs. uniform. Yeah, I got my scrubs on. He's a scrub, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> what's up, Mark? I've got a big, I got a big announcement. 
announcement. I, in solidarity, I am resigning from the Academy of Motion Pictures. Oh, and uh, I just wanted to see if you guys would join me and resign in solidarity yes. with me and Bill Smith. I resigned back when I was 20. I haven't watched the awards in 30 years. The only reason why I kind of tuned into this is because a lot of my friends sent me the clip about him smacking them. So I kind of tuned in then. So I might have added to the uh, from the nine point something million and boosted it up to 14 point something million. Wow. Now, tell me, I, I know you talked about it earlier, but a lot of people are saying it was a stage. Was it stage? No, you it was not. I, no, I doubt if that was it stage. It wasn't stage. I, I personally, I doubt if that was stage. That was, I think Will Will Smith snapped. I think yeah. after years and years of having to deal with everything he's dealt with, I think he, I think he just snapped. You know, he's a cuckolded man. Oh, you know, did he, you just say that word you know, he, on you, air? Yeah, you can say cuckold. Yeah, that's a, that's this a, a Christian word. station. Okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, you got to understand, man, he's been in an open marriage for about 10 or 12 years, and just, you know, he had to take a lot. You know, he, had, he even had a young 25-year-old guy living there. He accepted him in his home to have relations with his wife and was introduced to his to uh, his wife by the kids. That's a weird relationship. He's weird, and he lost it. That's just like that's it. Yeah, well, I liked him in the Fresh Prince, and I like him in his movie. Hey. But keep in mind, you know, he is an actor. I don't know. Yeah. Do you know that he yeah. is an actor? I'm still going to go watch the movie because I don't cancel. I, if he yeah, come well, out with a movie, I'll still go out. Care. I don't need to know, but I like your guest uh, Stacy on the right. I like oh yeah, she's Todd. amazing. Going to see you guys on May twenty second. All right. And I encourage listeners to get their tickets for that champagne brunch. It looks like it's going to be a big event. What do you think it'd be about a thousand people there? I, I have no idea. But what do you, what do you got going on? What's going on? What's coming up? What are the events that's happening? I, I don't have much going on. I'm out here in the rain. I'm following the governor's race. Uh, I'm down here by Wrigley. I'm going to the Cubs game on Thursday for the opener. You know the Cubs are starting off. I do. And uh, if you want to track me down, I'll be out there. I'm going to actually the first three games. So you guys want to join me for opening day? <laughs> you, you're going to be out there catching balls, right? Yeah, I'll be out there on Waveland probably four hours before the game. It's a 120 start. Hey, how many and, balls uh, have you caught? How many balls have you caught uh, there? You know, I don't like talking about how many, you know, how many accomplishments I've had. I'm like, oh, gosh. <laughs> What'd you say, hundreds? Uh, hundreds? Uh, I, you know, I, I just don't like to talk about it. Uh, you guys have a mitt. You guys don't own a mitt. Oh, you're you such a bum. Out. You're <laughs> such a bum. Do you see how he just, just he dodged, man? Just he dodged, dodged that question. <laughs> yeah, you bum. <laughs> Mark, thanks so much for calling us up. But no, I can't, right. I can't make it Thursday. All right. Well, maybe Friday. We'll All keep right. up the good work. I'll Thank you, buddy. Take it All easy, right. Mark. Bye. Let's go to David from Lansing. David, welcome to Black and Right. Thanks for calling back, David. Oh, yeah. Uh, I had to hang up. Uh, oh, how you doing, John? Hey, Roland? how's What's up? Um, I heard the last caller say he's watching you streaming live on Facebook. Well, that's like a thorn in my side. <laughs> um, I, 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 wanna, I, thought you were, uh, I thought you were ready to rumble a few weeks ago. Uh, uh, you know, um, but you got kicked off uh, somewhere, and you went uh, to Rumble YouTube. Or something? I got kicked off YouTube. Oh, YouTube. Okay. Well, um, uh, Sean Thompson joined you about three days ago. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw that. He said it's a badge <laughs> of honor. Yeah, but but guess yeah, what? Yeah, it is. But but I, I think I think our voices need to, need to continue to be on these places, you know, because I mean we okay. go we can't just speak to you know people that are, that are like minded. I believe. Uh, one of the things that's, I believe we our voice should should, should magnify to places where people who don't agree with us. Because, oh, you know I do that. Yeah, right, I go, you go, I go over there. Yeah. Go, I go on those I stations. Your argument. I heard your I heard your argument, but on the other hand, consider this: 
Zuckerberg uh, still runs Facebook. They call it Meta something now. Yeah, Metaverse. He gave four hundred. <laughs> he gave four hundred million dollars plus to uh, help finance local elections around the presidential election, yeah. and. Hey, David, we got to go to break, but thanks so much for calling. He just messed us up uh, with this TLC, did he just man. Put scrubs on? He put TLC on. <laughs> Pete, okay, you prove uh, you're a and DJ. Hold the line, we'll be right back. He's a DJ, Pete. <laughs> we now return to Black and White on AM 560. The answer. Here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and White Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio. That three hours went by quick, didn't it, Vernon? We was talking about so much stuff. I wanted to have a debate on this one topic, but... Sarah I'm Palin just, or which one? No, well, I, during the uh, interview with Phil, I'm going to call it an interview with Phil from Blue Island, I got, I got it off my chest about Sarah Palin. But what I wanted to talk about is Disney has put a first down payment of $100 million into woke and LGBT transgender and gay action figures and movies that will be coming out for kids for kids. They're indoctrinating our kids. So I would tell people do not invest in Disney. Do not go to Disney world. We, we got to take a stand against these people that have bought into woke, woke CRT and this transgender nonsense It's damaging our kids and it's damaging our women. Yeah. Well, they, they, did you see the stock price go down yesterday? No, I didn't. Yeah, I mean, their stock price has been tanking. How, how did they take a hit? When Disney. did they take a hit? I said, why did they take a hit? Well, because of because of what you're talking about. You think so? I, I guarantee you that's what, okay. that's what happened. And because because I, I, did, I did read something about this, and right after, people have been canceling their Disney Plus um, Good. subscriptions, and they've been... Yeah, it's, Good. It's, yeah they're, they're suffering from it. Good. Will they heed it, though? Because, you know, when, when you're that woke, will you heed that... One question: How much is Disney's worth? And I, I don't know if I they, think it was one hundred thirty-six dollars. I, I think I, no, 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 not the not the stock price. Oh, oh, the whole the, company. I don't know. You have to look that up. You got your phone. Your phone's on. Oh yeah, it's on now. <laughs> you, you, you fixed it. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, you telling me I fixed it? You fixed it. All right, let's go to Eduardo. Eduardo from Midway. Welcome, bud. Yeah. Good afternoon, guys. How's you it know, going? I want to connect three stores real quickly here with the free bikes. Uh, you have a a school administrator in Connecticut going to jail because she took uh she stole equipment buying cars and all that and there's a ceo saying young people are pampered you got these game rooms in like in the in the company it's like some kind of playground i go if you're like a 10 year watching the news nowadays it's like i think i can get stuff free i don't why do i need to go to school and uh, get a job right that's what i'm thinking yeah that's, that's true yeah <laughs> That's true. It's yeah. it's 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 crazy, Eduardo. And, and you know, it was it was a pleasure to finally get to meet you too, Eduardo. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, and, yeah. It yeah was and, nice meeting you guys. It was a good time. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I'm I don't looking think, forward to the next event. I don't yeah. think you called earlier, Eduardo. I, I I know I listened to the whole show. I was on it, but I don't I don't remember Today? you calling. Yeah, on Ricky's show. Did, oh, you, Ricky. you didn't call, did you? No, I haven't. <laughs> I've not called uh, any other station. You're the first uh, station uh, this week. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right my thank- ears uh, to the radio for some interesting thoughts. <laughs> Thanks so, so much for calling. Week. Right, you, you too. too bye. bye. Okay. Hey, I wanted, I wanted to get into this, but I 
forgot all about it because Villan's running his mouth like as usual. Uh, do you remember Dr. Fauci saying this? Uh, but she's had the flu for 14 days. Should she get a flu shot? Well, no. If she got the oh. flu for 14 days, she's as protected as anybody can be because the best vaccination is to get infected yourself. And if she, re- if she really has the flu, if she really has the flu, she definitely doesn't need a flu vaccine. Next, if she really has the flu, she right. should not get it again. No, she doesn't need it because the, it, it's the be- it's the most potent vaccination is getting infected yourself. But I thought I, I thought we were spreading propaganda and, and disinformation when, we, when ta- we said that. How many times are you going to show these people to be hypocrites? The people I know. know. Hey, Valon, you just got called out. You too. What? Hi, right, Valon talking about boycotting Disney after the call about going to Wrigley opening day. <laughs> uh-oh, uh-oh, you got called out, Valon. Uh, why are you going to wait to the end of the I show to call me out? out? I don't they have enough time. You out. I don't have enough time to respond to that. Good call, Signor. He <laughs> <laughs> called you out big time. Hey, I said I wasn't going. But I don't cancel. I don't. Everybody know. You listen to the show. You know I don't do cancel culture. I just don't. I believe in cancel. The only canceling I do, I believe in, is canceling cancel culture. Right. You know? Hey, that's all I care about. Hey, you listening to the Black and Right Radio on AM560. Thank you so much for joining us this week. Stacy on the right. Uh, Mike Coolidge for Congress. Philon. Todd. See you next week. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.